0: Shalom, shalom everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel, in our eternal and indivisible capital Jerusalem since King David's time. Today I am sitting with my friend Rabbi Mordechai Ben Avraham. My first time sitting with you since you've become a rabbi.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been a journey. I mean, the first time we met, I was like fresh off the plane. Right. Right? And then... And then, you know, I, later on, I'm like super into yeshiva.
0: Right.
1: And so now um, I've been able, I was uh, in the speaker program for a few years. And um, in April, you know, I got uh, certified and, um, you know, got to figure it out now.
0: Amazing. Yes. In the past, I've done uh, videos with, with Rabbi Mordechai before he was a rabbi and his journey into, into, into Judaism and here in Israel, and now he's married as well. Amazing, Mazal Tov, a year ago. So today, I'm gonna to be speaking with Rabbi Mordechai Ben Abraham, because he is able to help us break down a lot of what's the latest news, dealing with Kanye West, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving, the growth of anti-Semitism today, especially as a result of the statements made by, uh, by those two individuals. Um, And the reason I'm so interested in hearing what Rabbi Mordechai has to say and why I think you will be interested is because one, he comes from the African American community in America. He has that insight. In addition to that, he is now part of the Jewish community, a rabbi in the Jewish community, and he is a bridge between the African American community and the Jewish community. Rabbi Mordechai in his past life was part of the entertainment industry. And I really believe like that insight as well because mm-hmm. what Kanye said was a lot about his he's he's giving over his frustration and anger because of his own experience. Yeah. Within what he says, the the he doesn't say it anymore. He was calling it the Jewish media or the majority of, Jew, of of Jewish executives and Hollywood and lawyers. How many Jews he works with in that field and a lot of his anger and frustration and anti-Semitic comments comes from that background, and here we're able to have this full package of background information and insight from Rabbi Mordechai. So thank you so much for sitting with me again. And again, another. I want to give everyone else another piece of information. The first time we sat down and talked, you were able to give to us part of the story that you provide your fellow African-Americans, which is be inspired by the Jewish people, yeah. you can help the african American community be better by focusing on the inspiration of the Jewish people and their and their story of out, coming out of two thousand years of exile and persecution yeah. and and being sovereign once again in their homeland and not and, and, and see how how resemblance of the resemblance between our stories to help them as opposed to going down the road of listening to the horrific anti-Semitism of Louis Farrakhan, Nation of Islam, and other aspects within the African-American community, take him in that. First of all, thank you for being here. And what are your initial thoughts? Again, both you straddling all these different lines, communities. What are your initial thoughts on the outcome of these statements and the state of anti-Semitism, Jew-hating anti-Semitism today in America, as, as a result of these statements, which has basically kicked it up a notch, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um... You know um it is it is disappointing um uh, as i said in another interview like you know i was really hurt by the, the statements and I just hurt because i'm jewish and he's making statements about jewish people but i'm also hurt that he had those experiences as well and it's very important to understand the veracity of the jewish people because not all Jewish people, like, you know, I'm here in Israel. I've been here for seven years now and lived in very religious communities. I still live in a, a religious community and, and, and lived in places in between. And the the mode of living that Jewish people have, the, the ethical and moral conduct and the way the Torah tells us to do business with each other, the way the Torah tells us to treat each other, the laws of Mishpatim, you know, um, Those laws exist amongst people who keep the Torah. Many of the people, not all, a lot of the people in the Torah that have Jewish backgrounds do not hold by this philosophy. Do not hold by the philosophy of how the Torah teaches us how to deal with other people, how to deal with other nations, how to deal with um, even ourselves. You know, that doesn't, that's not a pervasive ideology. And well, who doesn't
0: have that pervasive ideology? A
1: lot of the people who work in the entertainment business.
0: Okay, so say that again, because you said a lot of people in the Torah.
1: Oh, so say, sorry, that whole, sorry, say that whole concept again. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of people in the entertainment business that do not hold by the principles of the Torah. You mean Jewish people born Jews who mm-hmm. work in the entertainment industry?
0: That's what you're referring to. Yeah. Do, not, do not hold by the Torah values and live lives yeah. according to the, to the values of, 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 exactly. of, of the Jewish people.
1: Exactly. So a lot of that has created an environment where it could be one particular Jewish guy who, like you had a guy like Bernie Madoff, right? He's in the entertainment business, but he was in finance. He was not living by the Torah, and he was not expressing Torah values, but a person who doesn't know this veracity of the Jewish people can see that and say, oh, this is how all Jews are. And, and this is the anti-Semites who created these narratives about Jews. This reinforces it. The same thing with black people. There's a narrative on black people being criminalized and, and, and violent in these different dynamics. And if you see a case on television that shows a black person acting that way, it reaffirms this other thought that was created. Right. So in terms of the, the message that is given off about the Jewish people and black people, it's, it's this, mono, this monolithic uh, 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 form of collective racism that's put on each of these different groups. And so the media would take a situation, highlight it, maybe even demonize the person who's saying it, but still the highlighting of it creates a reinforcement to this other narrative that's been going on for thousands of years. And so what Kanye is saying that he's dealing with people, he's like, hey, you know, why? He's saying two points. One point he's saying, like, hey, you are the people of the Torah. Why are you allowing us or why are you allowing a system to perpetuate with the worst ideas? of human existence can be put into our communities. Like, when does a social responsibility come in and says, like, hey, we as Jews are not going to allow, we're not going to promote music or sign music that promotes killing. We're not going to promote music that promotes drug addiction and drug use. We're not going to promote music that dehumanizes women. We're not going to do that. Jews, there's different industries, right? There's different industries in American capitalism certain industries, certain ethnic groups, for whatever reasons, have connected to different dynamics. Like, for example, in the black community, you see a lot of hair hair salons, you know, in, in, in like stores, liquor stores, little convenience stores. A lot of Koreans work in that industry. Does that represent collective Koreans? Now, you may see a clip of a Korean and a black person fighting in the store, but that does not represent all Koreans right. or Koreans that own convenience stores or hair places, right? So... That idea of saying like, oh, these Koreans are doing this, these Koreans are doing that, that is when it becomes racist and it becomes anti-Semitic, I mean, it becomes racist, but in the frame of Judaism and the Torah and Jewish people, it becomes something connected to thousands of years of rhetoric of Jews and these dynamics. And it's important to even acknowledge how that even came there, because white supremacists have never been able to control Jews. As a, as, a, as a collective. Jews have their own idea about time. They have their own idea about what God is. They have their own idea about what community is. They're insular. They can do what they want to do within their own context and still participate in laws, but they aren't able to be controlled. So every uh, movement that has existed throughout history that wanted to take over the masses, they've always wanted to isolate Jews and make them the and, and demonize them as a play to control the collective. They are wrong. We are right. This is the whole thing. So um, that, that's that's my I guess my initial response is to say that the white supremacists that exists, that ideology, that it doesn't matter. It's not about skin tone. Skin tone is not about white supremacy. White supremacy is an ideology that says. I dictate to you, and if you do something different than me, you are wrong. Period. So this idea has been utilized to undermine Jewish thought in society. And so now we have this issue where now we're in the information age, we have all these new ideas, and so now Kanye is being used on a much bigger level to perpetuate ideas of the, the ultra-right.
0: Yeah, that's the scary thing is that... You see a you see a joining of forces between the anti-Semites, the Jew-hating anti-Semites on the, the on the far right, together with the growth of Jew-hating anti-Semitism, uh, in the African American community. Well, they're, they're coming together, and, it, and it's uh, and it's very scary looking at it from the outside. And you can imagine, as an American Jew, it's even scarier. Um, and that's an addition then we're not even going there. We're talking about the anti-Semitism that's within mos- mosques and, and preached by imams in in, in the Muslim uh, community in America. And I, what 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 really what really bothers me, and I'd love to hear your feedback on this. And, and you touched upon it. Is I don't think let's let's rephrase this. Kanye is calling out. Uh, the Jewish business owners, the Jewish lawyers, the Jewish media executives in Hollywood and in the establishment uh, press. I don't... and, And he's making it seem to everyone listening as if he's calling out as if the whole Jewish people are horrible and... And growing the anti-Semitic trope that it's the Jews who are running the world, right? It's the it's the, the Jews are evil Jews, Zionism, Israel—they're all one big plan to 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 rule the world. Even though what he's saying is he's he's calling out individual Jews, but he's doing it in such a way that makes people think no the Jews itself are horrible and there are video clips out there where he has said no i'm not against all Jews and no i don't want Jews to get hurt and i'm specifically calling out these business individuals he's not saying that enough and that's not getting enough play either and people aren't even giving him the platform to say that because they're just canceling him put that aside for a second but the impact what, what how would you define the impact upon these statements even with the nuance that's not given, really given credence to, but the impact on the African-American community today and they're internalizing the message he's putting out there, as well as, as Kyrie.
1: Yeah, but the thing, the thing about Kanye is, like, I don't think Kanye's statements, because Kanye says a lot of things and so does Kyrie, right? They're like these type of personalities that says, they say a lot of things. I think the response to his statements is what's creating this anti-Semitic tone. Like meaning Go for that, it, explain. Meaning that like explain. Kanye's Kanye's argument was like this. Kanye's argument because it's like you know, I'm Jewish, so the natural thing is to be response, like to be defensive, like to be like, oh, you know what? How could you say that? You know, you're 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 anti-Semites, this whole thing. But let's let's really like think about unpackage what he's saying, because what he's saying is not that different than a lot of rabanam that we have in terms of the Jewish responsibility to conduct ourselves in a certain way and to not follow the ways of the non-Jewish world in terms of being having this predatory approach to dealing with black people or minorities in general. So what Kanye is saying, I can say on a record, oh, I'm going to kill that N-word and I hate that N-word and I can, you know, and this B-word is nothing and all these different type of things. That's fine. I can say that. I could talk about killing my neighbor all day long. But if I say something that is against a group of people or against individuals that I have a problem with because I've had an experience, he's talking about his experience, then you get banded and you get shut down. And he's saying I'm not the first person who said that. There's been people throughout history, Michael Jackson, everybody who said something about the people they were dealing with that were Jewish we're put into this box of you're anti-Semite and no one should talk to you, no one should deal with you, and, and, and you're a bad person and you're evil and you're like Hitler, right? And he's saying that that's what the response has been. But he's saying, I'm Jewish too. That's what he's saying. I'm a Jewish too. Like, I, I have my, my history. I'm not against you. I, it's no different than me being with the black guy in Chicago and me saying something about him. So why is it okay for me to say I could kill a black man but I can't say that this Jewish guy or this Jewish media has been controlling the black voice and utilizing it for a leftist agenda. That's what his point is. And so what happened after that was the stripping of him and the, the removing his. Canceling
0: adi- of him. His canceling, canceling. His, his, his contracts. So everything.
1: His contract. Exactly. So I think the issue is, it's like as Jews, like where do we hold with that? Like, we're, like in terms of our humanness, like where do we hold with that? Like, is it just like, oh, you know what? That, that, what, what's, what's the, what's the, what's the model girl Hagi Hadid, the two sisters? G- Gigi
0: Hadid, right?
1: She said all the stuff, right? They're,
0: yeah, they're anti-Semitic, they're anti-Israel, what? and they're looked at as, uh, as, as stars as in the media, st- exactly,
1: in, in the celebrity world. And nobody kicked no her. One's no one's canceling. No one canceling. No one kicked them out. Like, her so,
0: father gets his account canceled by Instagram every once in a while, but then it goes back up. My, they're, they're total anti-Semites.
1: So so the question is.
0: Well, uh, here uh, and again, it's very important to yeah, understand. Yeah. They are darlings of the progressive left,
1: exactly. and there
0: they stand go. up for 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 Islam and, and 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 anti-Israel and for the cause the fake cause called Palestine, as opposed to Kanye, who is a proud Trump supporter. So you see the political divide. So and, that, and so that's so his,
1: that's that's the point. The point is, is saying that you want to control my voice. So if I'm saying something against the, the black slave narrative right, that you've been putting on us and saying you can't deviate outside of the slave narrative, you're supposed to be a Democrat, and anybody who is black is on your side. And it's not about the policies, and it's not about the laws, it's not about the, the principles that these people hold by. You are black, and they are black, and so therefore you vote for them. And, and not only that, the ideas that are given by their overlords, right? Their 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 polit- their backers, their financial people. That their agenda is also a part of your agenda. And if you go against that agenda, we will put you against the wall and we will whip you, right? Now you can't whip because it's not you know it's an accepted thing. But we'll whip you in another way. You know we'll rip we we whip your 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 legacy. We will whip your financial stability. We will whip your children and what they're able to do and these types of things. So Kanye's saying, I can say that. And so now he said it. And so this response, so everyone in the black community is like, whoa, Kanye, they just, they're proving Kanye's point. That if you say anything against them, or if you say, when I say them, I'm not talking about Jews. If you say something against this left agenda, you were but in the, but he did call it out as if it's a Jewish agenda. Yeah, but no, but he exactly, but he also referred to it in conjunction with the leftists. Right. I, didn't,
0: the thing is, he didn't do that enough. Enough. He didn't do that enough. Yeah, they he, the soundbite on the Jewish media. The focus take, on you right. Take, you
1: could take that soundbite right. and roll it. And again, right. not, I know that, and you
0: know that, but the majority don't know that. I'm not paying attention. And
1: again, I want to be clear. I'm not defending Kanye West. All right. Okay. Right. Me and Kanye West do not have the same ideas about what the world should be. We don't have the same ideas on spirituality. What my concern is, I'm speaking from a Jewish perspective and saying, us as Jews, where do we stand at in terms of us having cousins and relatives and people we know that work in this entertainment sphere and looking at the damage that the content that's being created, how it affects people in this black community? And where's our humanness at? When do we say, hey, you know what? You work for Sony. You work for Capital. You know, you work for, you know, BMI. You work for these different, you know, companies, conglomerates. How could you be a part of and sit in an office that's creating product that's brainwashing people to murder each other? And if one of them speaks out against that, right, when I say them, someone from that other culture speaks out against that and calls you out, why don't we first look at, well, what is, God, what is God's play in this conversation? He's accusing us of predatory behavior. He's accusing us as being the gateways. We're in control. Black people are not in control of record companies. Black people do not own their own TV stations. Black people do not have their own financing entities. They don't do that. Before Jews got to America, in, in immigration, this has existed in American culture. So there have always been second-class citizens. There's always been this denial of their ability to participate on an equal level as a community economically. The black people weren't even allowed to read from the in, when they first when the the, the, the slaves right. that came there. So it wasn't just that they couldn't read the text. The point was you're not allowed to have as much information as we do, right? So we're not in that position as a community to have that type of authority to dictate what we see. My great grandparents were not gang members. They weren't selling drugs. They were hardworking people that went to work, put food on the table, they had their family, they went to church, they, they, the, 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 the civil rights movements, which were all peaceful, were funded by black families that were working. Peaceful protests changed the whole world. Now, there is no family. Now, twelve-year-olds are walking around killing each other for a pair of Jordan tennis shoes. The school systems are a, a pipeway to prison. Prisons are now privately owned entities, and the same record companies, or, or in the same conglomerates, the people who own the people who own these parent companies, they own record companies, they own construction companies, they own prisons, they own other co- products, they own a plethora of things. The music. Is feeding the prison system. Hmm. Jews are not in control of these conglomerates. They're just working at the label, doing what the overlord is saying. Oh, well, we need this type of product, like news networks. News networks get a a get a uh, uh, big news networks like um, um, CBS, NBC. Yeah, but CNN, they, but they're part of conglomerates, conglomerates Viacom, yes. Disney, so the rest of these these types of things, right? right? So they get a memo and says, "We want to run this story like this." that may go out to 15 different outlets. Right. And they're going to run stories like that. Right. Now, the... the, It's It's all coordinated. It's all coordinated. So the Jewish person, who's also marginalized here, because if the Jewish person is too Jewish, he's not allowed to participate or she's not allowed to participate.
0: Right. You can't that's be, an important point. It's not the people who are, are the strong Jewish value-oriented Jews. They're not the ones in the C suites making these that, decisions that or pushing right. pushing these programming decisions. It has nothing to do with that. Right. It's the ones who are what I call Jews in name only, to, ginos.
1: That 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 that's the that's the point that I started with in terms of identifying who Kanye is talking about. So you have these conglomerates that put out a story, and then so Jews historically have had great technical skill sets. It was a survival mechanism. They were managers. They weren't in the money, in money trade because it was this glamorous thing. It was,
0: it was actually the church, the European church, that pushed the Jews into exactly. the money business exactly. because it was forbidden for Christians to deal with that. And that's how we were forced to become uh, money lenders in, uh, in the Middle Ages.
1: They saw money, dealing with money, as a low thing. Right. And so they gave it to the Jews to do that. So there's been, and Jews did it out of survival. Right. I mean, like, you're going to do it or you're going to die. Right. Like, it's like that type of thing. And so now the Jews, they're in a situation where that's been the role throughout history that they've had to play when they interact with the non-Jewish world. That they were the managers, they were the conductors of things that the, 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 the church, the, the, these, these white supremacist uh, institutions, what they wanted, they had the Jews do it. Right. Now, when things went a certain way, this is how they would play it. Just like the United States does. Oh, that's that's the Jews. It's not us. Right. Blame it on the Jews. Blame it on the Jews. Oh, it's so the Jews, oh, the money thing and this and financing this and financing wars. Oh, it's nothing to do with us. It's that guy over there. It's that guy over there. So historically, Jews have been in this position of being, you know, facilitators of you know whoever the whoever was in power, right? right. And so now when you look at it in the media today. The Jewish people aren't sitting there or the Jews who work in Hollywood aren't sitting there saying like, oh, we want to hurt the black community and we want to do this and we want to hurt these people. We want to undermine and this whole thing and these contracts that we're getting and, and the monies that we're making for the company because I'm on salary. Right. So the money I'm making is for the company. I'm doing that because I'm surviving. This is part of how I'm able to integrate into mainstream society. Like what was the reform movement? Reform movement came out of Germany. In the late 1800s, of Jews who wanted to assimilate.
0: Right, they wanted to leave their Jewish identity, and they wanted to be Germans. Exactly. And in America, they want to be Americans. They're more American than
1: they are Jewish. So, 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 just in this, just on that, just on that point, what we're saying is, is saying that Kanye West is looking and taking that perspective and saying, oh, the, the Jewish, is the, Jew. the Jewish guy, he's just doing what he's told. Because he does, he, the, the, I'm not saying all, because I have met religious Jews who, who did work in entertainment business, but most of them worked in accounting, and they were not a part of any of the... They're not C-suite. Yeah, exactly. So he's not... There might
0: be some, but the uh, minority, minority... And even the Jews, in, the Jews in the media and entertainment are a minority of non-Jews, and if there are strong Torah-oriented Jews in the media or Hollywood... They are they're a minority of the minority of the Jews.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100%. And so Kanye West isn't educated enough to be able to make that differentiation. To say, like, wait, we are being utilized and we can't express ourselves, but neither can the Jewish guy either. Right. We're in the same situation. We're, we're, not, we're not just because he may be making a few more coins than I'm making out of the same deal doesn't mean he's in a position of power. And that's where the anti-Semitism that's got into the black community comes in, and it limits perception. And it makes the Jew in a position of authority where the Jewish person who's not connected to the Torah is not in any position of authority. All right. So what you're saying is very
0: important, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase it and, and, please, and please. tell me, I'd love your feedback. What you're clarifying for us is, that. Like, What Kanye West is attacking and even Kari are attacking, Mm. they're attacking the progressive left agenda to control the black voice, to corrupt the family values of the African American community and destroy the African American community, again, whether values, whether abortion, whether using the media, using the music, right. All communities, but especially he's sticking out for the African American community. But in his mind and in Kyrie's mind, they are equating the progressive left agenda with the Jews exactly. running the agenda, exactly. sitting in the C suites of the media the companies and media, and then the music labels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And 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 that's the clarification that has to has to be made. Mm. That no, those are those are Jews in him only, born Jews mm. who who because of their jobs, and because of their social stature they have associated themselves with the progressive left community, and hence they are playing part of the progressive left's agenda of pushing all those destructive values upon American society, destroying all of American society, and they're speaking up for the African American community. The one thing that I want to add to that is that the American Jewish community does not help itself by our own leaders, by many of our own leaders, and many of our own Jewish organizations associating their Jewish identity with the progressive left identity yes. with the American culture and American Democratic Party. Yes. So that allows easily Kanye and Kyrie and many Americans yes. to auto- automatically make the correct to make that assumption. Progressive left is the Jewish agenda. Yes. Not separating... No, 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 no. The Jewish people do not stand for the progressive left agenda. Not only that, the Jewish people... Are against the progressive left agenda because it's about the Torah, because it's about destroying Torah Jewish values. The brought, values. Exactly, brought that we are representatives exactly. to bring to all of humanity, exactly. Exactly. and they don't have enough knowledge to separating. Oh, Kanye's kind of Kanye's kind of really just calling out the progressive left, but he just thinks that because Jews are in the C Street there, because it, it, the they've Jews. been
1: indoctrinated. We've been indoctrinated to see that not just some, even say say whites in the in the South in the Midwest. They see what's happening, too. They see what's happening in their society, with their families, with their community, with drugs, all these different things, the, the filth that's on television. <laughs> and they're coming out. And they also think it has something to do with Jews. They think that we're in. A, if Jews were in a position of power, they would only hear Torah. That's the reality. So you're seeing a fragment of the low-hanging fruit. And the thing is, I have compassion for those Jews that are in an entertainment business. Because many of them, their ancestors were raped. The ancestors were beaten, their ancestors were almost killed if they were able, if they participated in Judaism. This is the reality, meaning from Russia, meaning from the Ukraine. these places, this is the reality they lived underneath, right? Same thing in Iran, same thing in Iraq. They were murdered and killed if they were too Jewish, mostly in Europe, right? So that Jew who's in North America, he's just survival. He's just surviving, from generations, right.
0: assimilation is survival.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just to, it's, to those, to no those no Jews. no nobody with a Jewish soul would not want to keep Shabbat unless unless mm-hmm. they've been indoctrinated and abused and traumatized as it relates to their Jewish observance in their survival. That's it. It doesn't exist. So the conversation has to elevate to see that hey, you know what, the the Jewish guy who's working inside that. That, that, that office, he is being victimized. His victimization has been going on way before there was plantations in America in terms of his ancestry. The, the, the Jewish person who has nothing to do with this, who's religious, who's now part of this, is being victimized. The African American who is receiving this information and it has a limited scope. Like the word Mitzrayim means narrowness. That's what it means. Right. So God took us out of Mitzrayim means he took us out of a limited narrow perspective. Right? Right. So in
0: Mitzrayim is Egypt when God took us out of slavery from Egypt. And Sar within the word Mitzrayim, Egypt in Hebrew, is narrowness.
1: That's yes. what Rabbi Mordechai's referring to. Thank you. Thank you. And so um, so the, the the point is, is just saying that in so, the black people, and then you have whites, they're also seeing these, these, what they call tropes, these anti-Semitic tropes. Again, this goes back to what we said earlier. The money changers, were the Jews were put in that position by the churches to manage money because they felt they were too pure and righteous and holy to deal with money. And so therefore they put people who they thought were lower than them to in, the in, in charge. So whenever there was issues with money... Say the church came up with new taxes, or there was some type of, you know, uh, uh, um, 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 confiscation of, of land or property, whatever. They would blame it on the Jewish people. If there was a problem with the government, whether it was corruption and money or whatever, they would say, "Oh, it's because of the Jews."
0: And whenever they didn't want, whenever the church or governments did not want to pay the yeah. Jews back. For yeah. the money that they borrowed, mm. well, they'd institute pogroms, mm. they'd kill them, or they just wouldn't pay them. Um, and again, all the, this is all part of the history you're referring to of, of uh, anti-Semitism. Like, how you're going to the root of how money and the Jews' involvement with money is, all comes from an anti-Semitic, a Jew-hating okay. perspective. All that. So I want to add today, today, yeah. if leaders of Jewish organizations come to you, the Jewish community in America, come to you they say, Rabbi Mordechai, Give us advice, how are we supposed to deal with this moving forward? Mm. How do we deal with this properly, both to educate the Jewish community on how best to compartmentalize what we're experiencing with this growth of anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism as a result of these comments coming from these two major celebrities within the African American community, and also how to deal with those who are listening to Kanye and Kyrie, and even Kanye and Kyrie themselves. What advice would you give them on, on how to move forward yeah. for the benefit of both of our
1: communities? It's a lot of dynamics to it, but I would say that we need, as a Jewish community, we need to communicate to the world that we are shunned out of society and we've been murdered. We the, we, the Jewish people. We, the Jewish people, have been murdered and abused for being our, our religious observance.
0: Our authentic Jewish our, identities. Our, our Jewish identity.
1: That, that's what it is. So that is what makes us special in the world. That's what makes us unique. This is God created the world for these mitzvahs to be brought into reality, right? And we have the responsibility out of all the nations in the world to keep this. When we separate from that... When we separate from that, we can be influenced by other agendas and other ideologies that are counter to us. So we need to have an open form of discussion and saying, like, hey, it's not Jewish, it's not Torah to support the degradation of another community in the arts. We make that statement. Now, if that other guy goes and gets a job and he wants to do whatever he wants and he had a grandparent that was Jewish, whatever, that's on them. But we as a community do not support that and we do not even want money from that. We do not want the donations from people who work in these spheres where corruption and negativity and anti-Torah values are being expressed to the masses. That's not who we are, okay? So if you have an issue with an individual That's them. But this is not us Jews. We do not have anything to do with that. It's important for that to be known. And with that being said, we also need to educate that we have been resistors to white supremacy. So white supremacy has used us to be cannon fodder for their agenda, blaming it on us. We don't got that type of power or there would have never been a Holocaust or there never would have been the, 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 the issues in Russia or the issues in the Middle East. It would never would have happened if we had all this power. Israel would have the best PR in the world if we truly controlled the media, right? So that's not the case. So they're running a game on you guys, and they're running a game even on us. And they're making us fight while they continue to perpetuate their power that's been going on since the Middle Ages. Right. That's what we have to come out and do. And we have to empower voices of people of color, right? Whether they're Asian, whether they're Hispanic, whether they are black, whether they're African, to be, empower them to be able to go out in the world and have these conversations. Like I was just on this chat the other day with all these Hebrew Israelites. And they are trained to be racist. They're trained to keep black people away from truth. That's their job. And I'm not talking about the people who follow these things. I'm talking about their leadership. They're trained and indoctrinated to keep black people away from the truth and they want to control and organize them like a new nation of Islam. But I go and talk to them, right? So this is the interesting thing. So I said they were talking about, they started talking about Israel because they know I was in Israel. Oh, you know, Israel and, you know, Israel's doing this, Israel's doing that, blah, 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 blah. You know, Israel's taking all this money from the United States every year, blah, 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 blah. And I said, hey, you know what? I said, a lot of that money that Israel receives for defense because they're surrounded by enemies number two a lot of that money that's in that received for defense goes and is spent back in America yep. providing American jobs yep. in their te- technological firms whether it's for defense or uh, security issues that's that's what it is no that's not true this is what they're thinking. no that's not true uh, that money's not coming back to America but I was like bro like that's exactly you can Google it you you could look these things up it, it's there so the point is, is saying that there's a ch- there is still hope for us to be who we are supposed to be. And when I say we, the people of the Torah, to be able to say, hey, you know what? I've been doing a lot of research. A lot of black people that were in the transatlantic slave trade came from Africa. And a lot of those people who came from Africa were Jewish tribes.
0: Jewish African tribes, and specifically the
1: Igbo tribe. The Igbo. These people, so many of us African Americans genetically come from this. we lost our ways hundreds of years reprogramming by white supremacy, right? They don't want us to know who we are. They don't want us to know our background. All we were were slaves. And we assimilated, and our name was Toby, and our name was Jonathan, and our name was Johnson, and our name was Washington. And that's who we were, and there's no other identity before that.
0: Yeah, this, this deserves its own program totally, but what Rabbi Mordechai is referring to is that one of the main African tribes that were, that were plundered for slaves to then be sold to the Western world was from this Igbo tribe that tradition holds that it has a connection to, uh, to the Jewish people. So uh, this, this deserves all all right,
1: fine, its own unpacking. No, no, no. I'm glad you went there. I'm just giving context. It's a whole thing. But it's to say, say that we are taught, and I'm speaking to African-American community, we're being taught to hate against our own lineage and heritage. And the Jewish community embraces They're like, hey, you want to keep some Torah? Come on. That's why you have Amari Stoudemire's and you have the Nassim Blacks. You have people who were... And the Rabbi Mordechai ben Avram. Yeah, Rabbi Mordecai ben Avram. Rabbi, Rabbi Mordecai Yosef ben Avram. Oh. And, so, and so the thing is, the thing, because you are bringing Yosef. And, and so the thing is, because he walked, came into Egypt as a slave. That's right. right. And so the thing is, is saying that and then brought his family up when he went up. And so the thing is, is just saying that we are being taught to hate against our lineage. The same things that were created in the media to create the prison industrial complex, like gangster rap and all these things to scare American population away from us, the same thing they're doing to us with the Jewish people. And if anything, the Jewish people, how they deal with money, we should be inspired by that. Not because they're in a place of money because of greed, money because of oppressive culture that they had to deal with and they found a way to make it work for them. We should... family. We should be focused on learning from them because we live in a society that is deprogramming our whole community that family means nothing. God, spirituality, Jewish people, the longest tradition of connecting to God, no intermediaries, nobody in the Middle East, nobody died for my sins, me and God. That's it. I talk to God directly. That's it. And we can keep going on. Charity, you know. Ethics, morals, loving each other, seeing the soul in a human being, seeing the collective. These are the values of Judaism. So we can't look at people who were abused because the Jews, a Jew's a Jew, but there's Jews that have been abused. No Jew would not keep the Torah if they were not severely traumatized by experiences by the hands of the non-Jewish world, okay? And so we see a, a Jew not living like a Jew, not living like the Torah, we have to educate him and have compassion. But in closing, the main thing is we have to, as a collective community, denounce what gangster rap in any images that affect people in a negative way that are against Torah values, we have to openly denounce it and openly denounce anyone who's a part of that, whether they're black, Jewish, white, because there's black people selling us. And that's
0: a call you're saying to Jewish leaders and Jewish organizations. Yeah. Don't just focus on the anti-Semitic tropes, but take this as a, as, as, a, as a warning sign, as a red flag. Start being vocal against the horrendous uh, community-destroying, family-destroying values being pushed by the media entertainment industry where there are Jews... In name only, a part of the C-suite executives making those decisions and pushing those And those are the only people
1: Kanye knows. Kanye is not sitting with the Aviablos. He's not sitting with the the Mordecais. He's not sitting with the Nassims. He's not sitting with our Rabanam. He's not sitting with people that would say, hey, you know what? Change your heart because all this materialism that you have and the fact you thought this materialism was going to make you happy, this is why you're upset. You're not upset with the Jews. You're not upset with white supremacy. You're upset because you believed in the lie." You believe if you just became famous, you believe if you just became rich, you believe if you just had this status, if you married this type of girl, that your life was going to be happy, and you got it, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work, so you're upset about it. So you want to blame everybody else around, oh, this is happening, this is what we would teach you, and we would show you only by changing your nature and becoming a true giver in the way that the Torah says being a true giver, you will achieve the happiness God has promised to every human being. That follows the Torah. So you, you, you're you frustrated about something else. Same thing with black people. You're not mad at the Jews. That's an easy thing. And you're not even mad at the racist white people. You're mad because you're empty, because you're not receiving any light with the spiritual systems that have been given to you, because for many of you, they're anti or against the ancestry of the Torah that you originated with. Right.
0: No, beautiful. Great way to end. And you were basically mirroring the positive, the one positive thing that did come out of Kanye's mm-hmm. mouth in one of his... Grants, mm-hmm. how jealous he is of the Jewish Definitely. people. He does. He knows exactly. the Jew, the values exactly. of the Jewish people, the family exactly. values, the community values, and and the value for business and 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 looking for details and and, and trying to
1: to do things. We need to convert them. We need to convert them. Right. We we need we need to convert because I remember before I was Jewish, I was jealous too. I was going to the Kabbalah Center and I was I was like I remember I remember this guy. The, the, at the Kabbalah Center you know I've been involved with them you know left you know a long time ago over 10 years ago but that's how I started but when I was in the Kabbalah Center I remember one time I was talking to Yehuda Berg who was the Rav son and he was saying to me this when I first got he's like he's like we're talking it was a group it was a group and we we're talking was like I don't know he's talking to me he's like I feel like you have this like kind of like anger in you and this type of thing and I, and I was thinking to myself I was like bro we ain't getting no light there's no light how do I you tell me that the soul needs light and there's no light in anything that I've been given? Education is a lie. It's never going to make you happy. I'm talking about secular education. Is a lie. Wealth, success. I grew up in Calabasas. It's a lie. Drugs, all the kids there on drugs, right? Still on drugs. The the status you know, cars, materialism, none of the stuff makes you. you were
0: successful in the entertainment industry.
1: Uh, worth over seven figures, you know what I'm saying? So it, the point is just saying none of that makes you happy, right? And so the point that I was at, I was just, I wanted that light. I wanted that light. And if I didn't have the access as I did through the cabal center and I'm not promoting, I wouldn't have been able to go through the process to eventually become a Jew. And now I, I'm not jealous of nobody. Right. Now I'm at peace. My friend asked me yesterday, are you happy? I said, it's not about happy. I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. I know I'm at the right place at the right time dealing with exactly whatever challenges or successes that God wants me to. That's it. And I don't have to answer to anybody but Hashem. Right. So Kanye and many of these other guys, we need to, they need a brismila to free them from the secular world has only lied to them. Wow.
0: Of Mordechai Yosef Ben Hadram, it is such a pleasure once again talking to you, uh, specifically about this issue. I mean, I hope everyone is enjoying hearing uh, Rav Mordechai Yosef's insight into this, specifically uh, regarding his background, where he comes from, entertainment industry, uh, connected to the African American community, and today a Jewish rabbi here in the land of Israel. Uh, Very, very important insight. Thank you so, so very, very much. All right, all right, and praying (coughs) for. peace Amen. a true inner peace Amen. right an inner peace for every jew for every Afri- african american for every single person and then for our communities to on the communal level to find that peace to have the co- the correct conversations to empower one another and help one another get out of the secular progressive agenda that is really about destroying our souls and destroying the inner peace without us. So, everyone, pray, do your part, and the first thing you can do, share this video, because this is really important insight that is not getting out there on uh, any other channels. So, that's how you can do your part for right now and continue from there. Signing off from the eternal and ancestral homeland of the Jewish people, the land of Israel, here in our eternal and ancestral and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time, this is Avi Abloh for the Pulse of Israel.
1: Pulse of Israel,
0: frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.